everyone got one What's your opinion? This is the rare room Tongues won't be bitten Ain't no rules Just spill it And anybody can get it No limit We get to kill it You tuning into the thrillers And no, ain't no stopping no. Any topic Even the random I hope that you ready We entering in the zone soon We on a grown shit Welcome to the rare room What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest, and you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room, where we keep it real, we keep it opinionated, we keep it what, Chris? 2023. Jesus Christ. There's a three in there. It's getting old, man. It went by quick. I'm not getting old, but I'm saying it's getting it's getting, <laughs> it's getting long in the tooth, what we're doing. Exactly. But, but, but I love doing it, so. Uh, On this show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture, but our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft and shit like that you hear his voice chris derrick and tracy grant the ep himself Self, in the uh, building yes. kept him <laughs> kept it on the scene to back up the first team <laughs> which i'm always happy to do happy to be here with my with my folks my dudes shouting out everybody that i'm associated with of course the lace team Mm-hmm. Katrina, Michelle, the whole crew. Um, we just wrapped principal photography. So we were chopping it up. Season what? Season, season two. two. It's a blessing. Yes. So we were chopping that up before we started recording. But mm-hmm. shout out to them. Um, my whole team, my man Amir, all the color creative. Sianna mm-hmm. Jackson, Jackson Agency, all day, every day. Yes, sir. We here and we're going to keep banging. Indeed, indeed. Awesome. Awesome. Um, yeah, we were we were uh, the those of you who listened to the <clears throat> last episode of the year, we did our um, you know end of the year you know rant, and um, Tracy was going to be on that episode, but you know we was in the middle of he's in, <laughs> he was deep in there. middle of shooting. <laughs> Brother was shooting. <laughs> okay, wow. You, you know when you got to shoot on the weekends and shit, you busy. <laughs> well, we didn't. You know, we had you know your normal union hours, mm-hmm. but I've been saying to everyone. You know, producing isn't for punks. Right. Like you, heavy is the head, wears the crown. A lot of people <clears throat> want to be in charge, and they have no idea right. what that responsibility really entails. And I'm not even—I wasn't even showrunner. Mm-hmm. You know, I ran the room, but this season, I was fortunate to be a lot more involved in the physical production and being on set. And I right. always say, when you get that phone call mm-hmm. late at night. They're not calling to tell you they love you yep. or how much they love your talent or your writing. Mm-hmm. So your problem solving and mental toughness really gets tested in those conditions. We we're blessed we got it done. Getting ready to go into post now. Right. Episodes are in the can. Um, how many episodes you did this time? We did eight episodes. Cool. Is that down from last season? You guys do eight last season? Did six. Last cool. season we did six. This season we have eight. That's good. That's a um, oh, less money, to and do. we'll see what happens. You know, we'll 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 leave out the the big big details. But, um, well, everyone was getting less money, summer. so that's not a big thing. It's yeah. not unique yeah. for yeah, sure. It's not unique. Yeah. So it's, um, it's not unique. So look, so this is, I got a few questions to ask you on this. Um, so you're on set. I just this is the tricky. You know, look, we all have been on set on these projects that are like tight. Tight budget, we'll say. Yes. Uh, to be euphemistic, mm-hmm. and like, what did you see as like some of the main challenges when you're working ultra low budget like this? Well, with with a low budget, 
or a lower budget, whatever you want to say. I'd consider this a lower. You have little to no room for error. Right. Things are always going to go unexpectedly at some point. Something's going to go wrong at some point in time. Right. So it's nice when you have some kind of cushion to allow for it. Even if you plan for contingencies, like you really, there's no <clears throat> margin of error. Like we were fighting against daylight a lot of the right, time. Sure. We're shooting in the winter. And, and it's supposed to be L.A. and nice, right? supposed to be L.A. <laughs> we, we had some actors outside shivering mm-hmm. before we did <laughs> certain shots. So with no room for error, mistakes or decisions, moves that are made due to a lack of knowledge or lack of experience, all of that is like exacerbated. Right, sure. Real quick, I'm gonna jump in. I just want to say about see, p- the planning errors, stuff like that. I was just watching the the Born Identity the other day. Just mm-hmm. watching the, the commentary, and you know there's that scene in the right in the first act when the first one, the first one, okay. where Matt Damon <clears throat> is talking with the German girl, trying to convince her to give him the you know just hey give me the ride, give me the ride. Right. It was like uh, it was like 15 degrees that day. Oh my! God. And he's just wearing a sweater. Wow! And because 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 they made the mistake of when they did the. The, like oh here's the wardrobe planning uh, in yeah. the summer mm-hmm. like oh yes yeah, a sweater is going to be fine <laughs> he had a jacket that we took off in an earlier scene he can be cool in this in the sweater like, what about the fact he got shot in the water though well, yeah but see but but that, that that's but, see, but they said though this was interesting they yeah, said yeah. that that none of the takes worked because his jaw was almost frozen shut from shivering. Oh, my so God. So it's all ADR. <laughs> you know, all yeah. of it. Because he's and like, oh, 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 oh. It's so funny that you say that. And hilarious. you're right. That goes to continuity. So if you're in wardrobe or you're in the art department, the props department, mm-hmm. production design, you got to be on top of that. We need people to just do their jobs. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. we couldn't do everybody else's job and our job. And so, you know, there's a lot of coaching, there's a lot of teachable moments, there's a lot of policing, too. Let me let me just interject and say something. You were saying something earlier. <laughs> it reminded me of uh, one of the things I talk to filmmakers about all the time is, and you were talking about a lot of people don't understand about producing. Here's, here's where they go wrong. And you know this is my thing I talk about a lot, logistically. If you're not a logistics problem solver, you are not going to be a great producer at all whatsoever. Never. If you are not anticipating, if you are not watching to see what's going on, if you are not that type of person who could come in and fix it and not let Chris direct while he's directing and not let him know there's a fire going on. For sure. You're fucked. For sure. Yeah, you're playing. You don't need to have the problems that we're dealing with. For sure. You have enough. No, I mean, but look, a, a, a classic example of where Hilliard's excellent at this is on the last thing we did on the ticker – we were having some issues with like trying to get the camera up. Like the some the second camera wasn't there was some issues with the all the little remote control shit. And I was just like losing my fucking brain. Like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I mean, and, and, and here it was like, Hey, I got this. Just go Let's take a walk. Let's That's take a huge. walk. Let's take a walk. <laughs> yeah. Like he yeah. basically said, Let's take a walk. And we went out and we walked and we just and we, and we didn't even talk about anything. About the project, we just—he's—he's just talking to me. Mm-hmm. And when we came back, he said, "So, so anything you can shoot with the one camera?" 
I was like, yeah, 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 okay, let's do it. I said, let's go back let's to film school. school. Yeah, yeah because like it was that moment of like, the thing is, is that like, you get kind of like down a track of like, mm-hmm. what? okay, so now- You lock. You, uh, you lock for a mm-hmm. second. You That's need right. so much to kind of pull you out just right. for a second. Because then like the pivoting is not that hard yeah. if you've done the work. You right? got to be you know? able to turn that lock. Yeah. And I will say we had a very strong- uh, First AD, That's uh, Vanna James, Nyree Neal, our second AD, uh, <clears throat> Kena Ferguson directed most of the episodes again. And so Shout out to Kena. they were able to adjust and pivot to Chris's point. Like you can't get locked in that way. You're looking at the call sheet. You mm-hmm. might see like this shot you have in the middle needs to get bumped up to the top right. based on whatever's going on. So they were able to adjust and shift very well. And to your other point, manage you have to manage your own emotions and the emotional behavior of other people something like that's really what takes up all of your energy here's here's the interesting thing <clears throat> we've had carl seaton on many times big director right and he's talked about how even on these big shows that he directs he's been able to save the day by going back to his old independent you, you way have, you have to think about it that right. way you have it, to. It, it, i mean i mean it's just that it's so easy to get under the seduction of the big show, the sure. big engine, and the minute the and but the big engine, like you said, has got a lot of moving parts. Oh, yeah. Something invariably is going to go wrong. That's right. right. You know, and it's up to you as the director. You know, it's the whole thing about being like the, like the field general yeah. in the army. It's like okay, so you know what. We have to retreat a little bit right now, mm-hmm. so we can come back and and go this way around and outflank them. I was thinking right. about the transformers. It's retreat. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> but, 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 be decisive but and make it, that call. It's, 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 the tricky thing about a director, sometimes, at least for me, sometimes is you get like you start you start you start visualizing what the day is gonna start doing. You know, you start you start thinking about sure. it, and then the minute it gets derailed, you kind of have to find that moment. Where you can be calm and then go, okay, let it, um, okay, what's the pivot? And I think ex- the example we were just talking about, mm-hmm. and then what you're talking about, and what you're talking about too is, I think I, th- I think what directors need to do, and I just I bring this up because I was thinking, just watching something with Francis Coppola the other night is, when things are not going right on the set, you need to step away. Mm. You need to go back to your trailer or, or, or go to some place that will allow you to remain if you focused. If you if can. You can. Yeah. Even if it's go to your trailer. Yeah, go, yeah, yeah just whatever. Step away, Take you know, a walk to Crafty, whatever yeah, the fuck. Whatever it is, step away because the the, the uh, it's like what you just said, Hillary, mm-hmm. about you got to let the producers and the producing team solve what's going to happen. Yeah. The first AD is going to say, okay, we can't do this. Here's the new plan. Mm-hmm. About it was like like here's the new tactics we're gonna do, right. and then and 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 then once that's designed, you come back and go, okay, that's what we're doing. Okay, cool, because I know how to do it. That 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 now that you know, we're just switching the order, right. you know. Um, but it's it's very it's it's just you have to stay loose, yes, as much as you can. Yeah. And you know? for anyone listening who hasn't done this yet or is less experienced, <clears throat> here is the key. Everyone is not always going to agree. Yes. You're going to get some pushback. And so that's when the mental toughness comes. Like you have to be strong and really clear about why you are taking a certain position, like in saying this is the best way to to proceed. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you may get overruled, 
but if nothing else did you did you have to do any rewriting while you're on the set yes <laughs> yes well let's talk um, about that right quick see what happened let's just let's run this by so and you've had to do it too <clears throat> so you're on the set you've written a scene that you think works perfectly there's several different things that could make this scene not quite work a lot of things location time because mm -hmm. now the sun's about to go down mm -hmm. right just as an example mm -hmm. right wardrobe weather like all these things could make you change the the thing uh, and it could also just be let me just finish my thought i apologize it could also okay. just be the actor we talked about this recently sees it a different way and you already blocked it one way and then they adjust it and it was a better idea so that makes you have to rework the whole oh, thing, the whole piece, yeah. even in the way that you wrote it. But now let's get that's one that so, you me, no. So so I was gonna add to it. Uh, yeah. So 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 the the actor could change it. Uh, there could be prop issues about sure. what's going on. There could be um, like in my episode of the Equalizer, which airs soon. Mm -hmm. um, there's a scene inside of a of a of a shipping container, you Ooh. know, and. The showrunners were talking about that's where we want to have this, you know. And then when we, I was like, okay, let's write it this. They let's write it this way. And then when they got on to the location, <laughs> it was like this is a little small to have a fight happening, exactly. like a fist fight in here. And it's very echoey in there. It's too. echoey, <laughs> but it's it's small. And they were like, right. we're going to get to like, I can we fit the cameras in here? And right. do, do we have to like now have some of the action spill outside? Mm. But because the inside was going to be shot on our stages and the outside was on location, it was like if you spill outside from right. the inside fight, then you were actually on our stages, not back. Yeah. It, it was like, okay, <laughs> what is the change we're going to do? You know, like what are we going to have to That's do? Logistics. You know, Listen, let me and, and and ultimately we were like, you know, we got. To do we have to actually change the choreography of the fight because oh, we're like, yeah. hey, you know, we're gonna do this, we got now we gotta do this because have to simplify it, 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 it. Yeah, it's just like you, you have to be able to uh, the flexibility of it all, right. you know. What were you gonna say, Trey? Well, I'll do you, I'll do you both one better. Um, I rewrote several scenes, mm -hmm. including on the last day of shooting, mm. uh, for all of the reasons we didn't have that much direct input from actors, but. Scenes were changed because of location. Scenes were changed because actors and characters were added. Ooh. Scenes were changed because characters who were background in a scene who didn't have lines uh, for a number of reasons. Uh, we wanted to give them lines. Oh, I thought they you were, were going to say they were pulling focus. They were, they were story <laughs> elements that led to new scenes there was a scene with the parents of both the principal characters the fathers mm -hmm. that where they got together so we wanted to kind of give them a moment okay and yours truly did all of that now here's Ooh. the thing and i don't want to get too too much in the weeds mm -hmm. but since we're here um i didn't really have a an experienced script coordinator Okay. So any of the changes with the scene numbers, mm. I had to, and now I know final draft well enough, and I certainly learned mm -hmm. in terms of impacting the scene number without changing the one-liner in the day out of days yes. for the whole thing, oh, yeah. which yeah. the ADs are doing. Yes. So I had to track all of that. Oof. 
day one, day that. two, night, right now. I, I had to do, do the whole thing. And so I might rewrite a scene. We're like, well, Tracy, what's going on? We have a continuity issue because <laughs> the wardrobe thinks this is day three and it's night three. Like, what are we doing? So not only did I rewrite those scenes, I was the person who was effectively responsible for that script coordinator stuff. Like wow. the ADs use synchronize. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if there's new sides and they mm-hmm. might not always want to want to um, update synchronize on short notice. Right. Um, you know, one of them took me to task a couple of times because scenes mm-hmm. were getting changed and <laughs> I didn't let them know in a timely manner. Mm-hmm. And I knew nothing about synchronize yeah. at that time. So I did all of that. There's we very we little, do it on cross. The only, the only thing I really didn't do very was um, I wasn't directly involved with with G&E and camera stuff. Okay. Mm. But everything mm. else, I was either right there with them, helping them or directing them. Location, right. hair, makeup, wardrobe. It was like, mama, we, we can't have this actor in a chair for two and three hours. Right. We gotta go. <laughs> we need 20 more minutes. No, we don't have 20 minutes. Right. We gotta go. You got 30 Figure seconds. Out. Or yes. come to us, come now, with us to the set now that's, that's, for your this, last looks and whatever, but we gotta move. So I was I was good cop, bad cop. Yeah, this, this is an interesting thing. That because I talk to even uh, artists who decide they want to do makeup and hair, and you guys know me. I'm like, what is your speed? Because on the set, you don't have three hours to do people's hair and makeup. You hear about that all the time in the big movies where they get there at four o'clock in the morning and get ready for yeah, seven. But that's, that's usually different. for makeup. I mean, that's usually for effects. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's different on sets. You got maybe right. they give you an hour, maybe forty five minutes an hour. It, you don't have that kind of time. You got to be working on your skills. Totally, and I, <laughs> you not to, I, I, I don't mean to interrupt, but if you intend to work again and have a career doing that, you have to be able to do multiple things. Right. Like we had a hair, we had a hairdresser who <clears throat> she did women's hair, but she did not cut men's hair. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, she made it clear in fairness to her. She had clippers, which was helpful. It was a time because it seemed like I might have to, you know, give a do, give an actor fade because the, the, we didn't have the barber that <laughs> I day. Came for you to help and we ended up, <laughs> we got him. Like, we had to wait for him, which right. was a problem time-wise. Mm-hmm. But, like, so you have these people who are not prepared to kind of pivot and and do a number of different things that focus on like one actor. Okay. The makeup artist who couldn't help us with the actor who was ready to shoot because she only had makeup for the actor who was on set already. Oh my God. So I'm like, well, how do you walk with <laughs> makeup for only one person? Crazy. Like, see, you folks are not going to work crazy. again. See, <laughs> see, yeah, that's your thing. You got to kind of step your game up. Yeah, you, you have to really, it's what Hilary said earlier, you have to, you have to anticipate yeah. You know who's going to, this is my thing. You know who's working that day yep. as the makeup person. Yeah. You've seen the call sheet. Yep. And you're preparing your little, you know, like, like the supposedly. Go, that, that's what the yeah, call sheet yeah, is for. Yeah, I mean, but there's the go bag you're going to prepare mm-hmm. for when you got to go to set and do yeah. your last looks. Maybe, yeah. it's, maybe it's not the head maker, maybe it's the assistant maker. It's doing a that. Kit. But yeah. whatever it is, that's your job. And if you're not anticipating, you might have to Here's go. Here's the problem. A lot of. Those type of people, let's just say makeup, hair area, are all worried about what's in their kit. If you didn't pay for shit in their kit, they don't take shit out yeah, of the kit. Yeah, the kit is a big deal. <clears throat> you know what I mean? And that is a problem. Mm-hmm. 
I would rather you go out of your way and pull me aside later and say, hey, I ended up using such and such and such and such later, and then we come out of the kitty and give you some money. Yeah, there's then, like- Then for you to be just going, well, I'm not going to use my shit. Yeah, no, and- You know what I'm saying? That, we all are doing extra that, shit. You should be happened. doing extra shit. Yeah, no, it was all of it. And it's not unique to- What's it called? Hair petty, and makeup. Petty, petty cash. cash. Yeah, petty, you cash, petty cash. But, you know, you do a check request. <laughs> um, yeah, they could do that. I had people who didn't want to- do the work of gathering their receipts. Oh. You know, you got to organize receipts. You got to tape them. <laughs> yeah, and then you fill out the check. Yeah, that's yeah. what yeah. you turn yeah. in. The expense, and you get, the expense page. Yeah. yeah, an expense report. It's like, well, it seems like so much work to pull these receipts together. That's it's like, crazy. so they wanted their money, right? But they didn't want to organize the receipts. So again, I could, <laughs> I could go on and on. I'm going to take it, you out of my phone book. You know, there's wardrobe, hair, makeup. Um, the art department, props, production design, G and E, the general PAs. We had really good PAs, and they good. they worked hard. Nothing was too <clears throat> small um, for them. So you know, I'm not painting a, a negative picture, but a lot of these are these are these are things people need to know. These are what happened. This, this is, is what happens the in the production. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. People just see the, the thing done yeah, and they go, "Wow, totally. that looks so it's amazing." And, but so, see, I mean, here's the thing about it, though. It's interesting is that what you're saying about how like how do you, like what's your skill set at working on a t- like we said a tight budget? I didn't, I didn't even say a low budget. I'm because a tight budget because yeah, and again, not not unique to yeah, to, to, to our show. But here's the thing: even on these big, the thing is, is that you know, there's the arms race for the last two or three years mm-hmm. about who's going to spend fifteen, twenty million dollars right. per episode. Exactly. So the audience is now used to seeing stuff of that production value, but the companies can't continue to pay that kind of thing. That's why they're killing all these shows. Right. So it's gonna so so most shows have to work with a tighter budget than what they would have just even six right. months ago. That's true. That's and true. therefore so what we're talking about is is transferable skills to even say the five million dollar production. Per episode, mm-hmm. you know, because that five million dollar production might seem like a lot of money, but but that production might need six. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I'll I'll say one more thing. <clears throat> um, I also have a thought about award season too. Like we're recording before Golden Globes, but one last thing on this, this whole drop production kind of adventure. Um, so a colleague asked me about. An assistant, you know, is essentially asking, "Would I, would I not recommend this person?" Okay. And I said, <laughs> "You know, she's green in some areas, and you know, there's a lack of experience, and of course, she learned and got better over time. Sure. But she had a great attitude. That's important. Willingness to work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, wasn't like." Talking slick, talking behind people's backs or anything. Always had taking photos, right attitude. (laughs) Um, You know, and you know, of course, was respectful and polite. But you know, a willingness to do whatever needed to be done, Mm -hmm. and like her attitude came across. So I would take a less experienced person with a good attitude Mm -hmm. ten times out of ten over this experienced person who might be a little entitled or, you know, doesn't know how to speak to people properly or, you know, doesn't know how to read the room. Mm -hmm. Like, you got, doesn't know how to watch their mouth or keep their mouth shut when it's appropriate, that kind of, like, 
the people with the right attitude, you can't even put a price on that. So I'll take that over the experience yeah. 10 times out of 10. Well, because here's the thing, you know, the thing is, is that um, we've seen this all, all along. Mistakes are going to happen. Someone's, right. You know, somebody's going to make a mistake. It could be at any level. If, you know, if you're inexperienced, the, the, the mistake you make, if you've got a good attitude, you might be able to correct it before it begins. To, you know, before it begins to chain react. Sure. You know, that's right. if you own it and say, "Hey, I did this." You know, you. Have, I mean, but that means you have to get in front of it, and yeah, the yeah. only person's going to get in front of it. Someone's got a good attitude and understands that. Okay, this was helping me. Here's a funny thing. I like how you use the word mistakes. We think actors are perfect. We forget even they make mistakes. Yes, all of here's us a, do. Here's a simple mistake an actor makes. They're in the middle of a monologue and they forget a line. It's a mistake. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know what they do? They laugh at it off, give me a second, and they get their mind together right. and they go again. Line. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They just keep going. It's the same theory. Yeah. You've got to be able to pick it back up and keep moving along. But you hit the nail on the head because if an actor flubs a line and their attitude is right, right, or they're never complaining. We never have to worry about them being on time, or you know, being in hair, makeup, or whatever, too long. Right. Like it's it's much more forgivable and tolerable when it's coming from that person. Mm-hmm. The entitled actor who flubs a line and doesn't move through the world that same way, then it's it's a lot more problematic. Right. And you notice it different. Nobody says anything. You just remember who's who next time mm-hmm. and and respond accordingly. So, you know, great experience for for myself and all of us. Happy we got it done. Uh, it it's gonna make you better. A team. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm I take pride in having the experience and sure. doing what I had to do to help. So yeah. there's there's very little that I haven't seen at this point. And um so I take it with me yeah. in in my writer meetings, just so they kind of know, yeah. you know, what else I'm bringing. That's good. That's so, good. That's very good. All good. Mm-hmm. All good. I will pivot though. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a thought, and you know, sometimes I text Chris <clears throat> like in the middle of Saturday night on the weekends. So I'm mm-hmm. looking at certain movies because I'm thinking of what he would say as a cinephile. <laughs> so you all may have seen. Um, Emancipation by now with Will Smith. I haven't seen. That. I haven't seen. Okay, I've seen the trailer, which I think is amazing. Okay, so and you all can weigh in. Go ahead. Let, let us all know what what you think. Will Smith's performance in the the film is like superb. His performance, I heard is it is stellar. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some brutality in it. You got to kind of have to get through the brutality yeah. of slavery particularly in the early part of the film, mm-hmm. but his performance is great. And it dawned on my wife and I that he very likely is not going to get no. his due no. because of the Oscar stuff from last yeah. year. And that's just, it, it sucks. it's just a shame. Yeah. It's a real shame. Yeah. But here's the, okay, here's the thing. I haven't seen the movie. I saw him on Trevor, I saw him on Trevor Noah's thing a couple of weeks ago promoting the film. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, uh, yeah, I I do want to see this movie. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm sort of a fan of of, of the director. You know, I'm not saying I'm not a fan. Yeah. Um, you you Anton Fuqua. Oh, some, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some visually interesting things yeah. that he it's does. It's in black also. and white too, right? Is that what it? I don't know. It? Well, it's like sepia tone or something. It's, very, it's, it's essentially black and white, but it's more 
of a tone that allows for like he I don't want to give it away too much, but he because it makes very it cleverly he cleverly invoked it in the storytelling. So okay, okay. you might see a fire, or you might see something um, red or red and blue mm-hmm. in the time period that you might oh, see the flag and shit. I remember that. Yes, the grass, that kind <clears throat> right. of thing. So that was very mm-hmm. innovative. Also, here's um, here's the thing. So I I was watching the Red Table. Uh, over the holiday, I just was like, because I was reading like crazy, and I stopped for a few minutes, and I just came across, and I saw the Will Smith thing, and I went, oh, he he hosted an episode with his kids, and they talked about the show. They had just saw it. They walked in and sat down and did the Red Table and oh, talked about- Oh, about the movie. About, the, about Emancipation? Emancipation. Yeah. <clears throat> so they were showing lots of clips and stuff, and the kids were talking about what they thought, and- he was going back and talking about how when he did Six Degrees of Separation, and you guys have probably heard the story, he got so lost in that character that he started being that character off screen and et cetera, et cetera. So he had to learn how not to do that. He found himself doing it again in this movie mm. where he was so stuck in that character. Yeah. The, the, the white guy who plays the, the ben, master. Ben whatever, Foster. He, is, was, he was very good. They also. never spoke a word. That's right. Yeah, I heard in the that. whole movie yeah, because yeah. he was so in his thing, and Ben is like, "Well, I saw him, and I was like, well, he, fuck it." So he just stayed over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and 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 um, Will didn't even know that that's what he was doing either. But it just became this thing until they were literally on the last shot, and uh, uh, I guess he Will would always go over to the screen and look to see what it looks like in the playback, and. Ben wouldn't. So finally, the last shot, Ben came over and he was like, this is odd. Like, he's standing here right next to me. Yeah. And uh, Antoine Fuqua said, that's it. We got it. And then he said, hey, Will, nice to meet you mm-hmm. <laughs> for the first time. Yeah. I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, that, that's, that's interesting. I, I mean, I mean, the thing, like I said, you know, it's like, you know, I, yes, he's not going to get any recognition, which is tragic. I mean, B... It's unlikely he, since he won last year, he wasn't going to win this year. It's almost impossible to win back to back. So, yeah, uh, no, so no brother is going to do yes, that. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so he got his thing. I feel like from what Will was saying, and obviously you guys are saying too, this is like this is like you know Antoine's most celebrated piece to a degree to the people responded to since Training Day. Yeah, exactly. it's been sixteen years, exactly. you know. So it's like so it kind of. It, it kind of mars what, like his, um, uh, I mean, look, he's getting his money already, so he's not mm-hmm. mad about that. But in terms of like his accolades and and his ability, maybe to get different projects. Um, well, he, no he, doubt, but I think, you know, all those of us who care about these issues and equality and inclusion right. and all like it's a it's a question of fundamental fairness if if you believe in fundamental fairness and you believe in one set of rules yeah. for everybody so there are quite a few actors who could recover from a mistake even something that egregious um more easily and so I don't, and I love. Mel Gibson can still. This is. I am the biggest (laughs) Chris Rock fan out there. Mm -hmm. So much respect for him. 
as a as a comedian, as a, as an artist, the whole thing. So I was I was Camp Chris when that went down last okay. year. But for someone to to be unable to recover from a mistake, like it's just unfortunate. And we talk, you know, cancel culture and people get banished and all of that. It's like for that amount of work and that consistency, it, it relates to another idea too. I was thinking there's certain artists, music, music artists very often it happens. It's like you may not be a fan of that particular artist. Mm -hmm. Like, so for me, like Justin Timberlake comes okay. to mind. Like okay. I wasn't a big Justin guy okay. when he went solo or whatever. <clears throat> mm -hmm. But when an artist or an actor like that is that consistent and the work is consistently on Good point. a high level quality wise, mm -hmm. at some point you have to give it up if you otherwise you're you're a jealous hater or a hater a jealous check this one out just just switching the gear i mean my remember this question i was going to ask you sure i was going to ask you this question do you think if chris had a said i forgive you that we wouldn't be in this position because he held his stance for so long well, keep that thought then let me back it up to something else all right in the same vein <clears throat> so i've been watching when I get a moment or two, I've been on, you know, Math Hoppa, you know, from the battle rap. My expert <clears throat> opinion. My, I've been watching that. Go ahead. I've been watching that a lot mm -hmm. lately. And so I watched the episode he did with Fife, I mean, with um, Q-Tip. And Q-Tip talks about how when he said, um, when they, they were talking about Hammer, <clears throat> he was talking about, we said, when you say Hammer, proper, rapper's not proper, if you call it that, then stop. He said... He was talking to the the what they call it, the press mm -hmm. who kept saying he's pop. Mm -hmm. And he's like, No, this hip hop is not That's pop. Right. right. It's from the street. That's right. He wasn't talking about Hammer. Right. But it turned into this thing. That's right. And it became this I mean, you probably saw this episode. Mm -hmm. But it became this whole less uplift hammer thing between all of them. Like, do y'all realize he was the first to do these things that all these rappers are doing now. That's right. That was the problem. Yeah. Is that he was in these crazy clothes and the crazy haircuts and, you know, doing all this stuff. And nobody else had, was doing that at the time. Right. But so many doors opened because he did that. It was so amazing to me how they did that. I mean, it, it was a nice uplifting moment. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, for sure. I think <clears throat> at that time, you know, you had the source magazine and vibe there's a lot of hip-hop media and hip-hop writers journalists um i was one of them to a lesser degree but mm -hmm. those people were very powerful because they could determine and really impact one way or another the careers of these artists right you know with one review and this is before social media and YouTube, everybody. For so, sure. you know, <clears throat> what they said about an artist's song or a review of their album, you know, CD, whatever, at the top, like it really had an impact mm -hmm. and everyone wasn't responsible in terms of, you know, the power and that impact that they right. had. For sure. Um, you know, some of them got 
punched in their face, <laughs> in fact, <laughs> right in their office over, over, over time. And so that sort of speaks to, I'm sure Q-Tip kind of remembers that period of time and yeah. you know, how easily things can be mis misconstrued. So, so, so picking up on that, so what is your thought on if Chris Rock had a, accepted the apology, where would we be now? I think if Chris had accepted the apology, uh, with his, with Will, yeah, yeah, yeah. Will would be in a in a different space. I don't know if the Academy may have acted differently. I think the Academy, I believe the Academy is more indifferent than anything. But mm -hmm. they saw, the backlash was so loud and right, right. lasting. I think they felt the pressure to respond to that. But sure, sure. you know, it might have it might have been a different thing. Um, but you know. Just when we thought, like, so he does Ali, uh, he does uh, the pursuit of happiness. Speaking of his particularly noteworthy performances, mm -hmm. he does, um, <clears throat> I mean, even Six Degrees, if you want to go to the, the first film, like, Dude, you know, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, this dude is not just the Fresh Prince anymore, right? You know, so that's it's he been commits. a long time, and so that, and then King Richard, he wins the Oscar for King Richard, right. Emancipation might be better than all of those in terms of the potential, and just from an acting <clears throat> standpoint. And so, I but we all we've been around. The three of us have been around the business for a bit, and, mm -hmm. and the town, how things work. And you just know, like he's not going to get. And I just don't know if on the one film another artist might have done something, right. and well, I so doubt that. Other there's certain artists who will get that grace that Will Smith is not going to get. So there's two things, a couple of things in this. It's interesting what you're saying. I mean, you you brought up M M Mel Gibson. You know, um, I think the only, I think the thing that hurts Will the most is the the stage in which this happened mm. at you the know, Oscar at the Oscars. in front of the world. Agreed. He, you know, if he punched. If this Chris happened Rock backstage, somewhere else. I mean, look. Yeah. Even if it was backstage of the Oscars, yeah. you know that little thing. Yeah, no cameras on. No, even there was cameras. Mm -hmm. Like you know, that part they come backstage right. and blah blah blah. On and that little stage, it, 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 it still would have been less impact. It's less impact, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, I think that you know, with Mel Gibson, he hasn't really recovered. He hasn't been in a. He he hasn't been in a movie. That has had a has he directed anything? He, he's I directed, I think, one movie. Um, so, you know, uh, he but here's the thing: the movie he directed, the last mm -hmm. movie he directed, Hacksaw Ridge. Oh. I think it was in 2017 or something like that, okay. uh, which was uh, 13 years after um, the the last movie, the um, Passion of the Christ. Right? Oh wow. Um, and I think maybe he did. What's the? I think he did apocalypse. That. That's it. But apocalypse yeah. was like 2007, 2008. So it's still it has still almost been ten years since okay. he directed, and that movie did get nominated for best picture. He it did, did it? yes. No, no, no. I mean, it did. Oh, that's but he didn't get like. But he didn't get nominated for best director. Wow. And and he hasn't been in a. He hasn't acted in a film that had any kind of substantial like okay. pedigree. Since this incident, I I know when he tried to come back, mm -hmm. he he tried to be he was cast in the 
in Hangover 2, right? <laughs> yeah, right. And there's a, there's a moment when they're in Bangkok and they meet um, uh, Liam Neeson is, is this kind of a fixer kind of guy. That was supposed to be Mel Gibson. Yeah. And then and and it was kind of like a last minute casting and he showed up on set and Zach Gal- and Zach Galvanakis was like, I'm not gonna act with an anti Semite. Wow. So he didn't come out of his trailer for two days until they figured, well we can't shoot with Mel if he's wow. not gonna be interested in a movie. So they had to send Mel home and then they brought in Liam Neeson. But it was like that's the thing. And then now granted, you know, he's worked in films uh, you know, he was in a couple. He, I, I mean, his movie I saw a couple years ago was with Vince Vaughn. It was really amazing. Mm-hmm. He's been in some stuff, but he, he, the tarnishment is ha, hasn't okay. really come off. Um, okay, maybe that's a bad no, example. No, 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 but no, but no, but 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 granted, he made for him it was like a series of events. It was like right. you know he got pulled over. Drunk, and then he, and there was the tirade that was there was mm-hmm. the anti-Semitic, and then there was the threats to his his uh, to his girlfriend, like like his baby's mama that that, oh, that got on know. tape, okay. and then there was some other thing that came out that people were kind of there was some sort of I think the tape thing also showed some of like some racist remarks as well. Yeah. So it was it was domestic abuse. It was this. It was all these things, and it was like okay, so that's like. But it's like, but look, he still had a movie, and he was still in movies. Yeah, yeah. That you know, like subsequent to that, where it took a, maybe a couple of years, and the people were kind of like, let's give him a chance, let's give him a chance. Mm-hmm. It's almost like he's, it's almost like the money he could make us. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe even outside of the states, right. his mov- movies still have value. Man, you know, maybe, I think and maybe I, you can get him for a little cheaper. You can get now, a little cheaper, too. you know, because I remember the first movie I saw him in. Post that was this movie called um, uh, "Get the Gringo," I right? Where he's in this Mexican prison, mm-hmm. and it's and is that he's he's still great in it. Yeah. That's right. He's still fantastic. He's, still and he's like, well, he's, he's yeah. not gone. Yeah. So it's just I I th- you know I think that Will's thing also is oh I think it's tricky because it's like in reading his book, I know he's a he's an international movie star. He's as a black person, one of the first ones who went over there and yeah, made yeah, that happen. Yeah, yeah, right? he, made, he made it happen. Right. He did all that Tom Cruise study, yep. and he made it happen in a way that probably nobody does. I mean, you read his book, he explains what he, oh, all so this good. kind of shit. But it's like, but it's like he see. It's interesting because I look at a lot of what's happening since the pandemic. Is there's been a dis, there's been a diminishment of the American film like market yeah, much more of, global it's much more global there's people in America just like all this th- shutting down movie theaters blah 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 like I, conversations I, I, that I don't think are happening elsewhere I think th- I'm sure there is a trouble with you know theaters globally right. but if you look at the way things are playing there's still uh, the, the, it's more and more of the the take of, the take of a movie is international and the u.s take becomes less and less relevant yeah. now the only issue with that is and 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 who knows how this works is you know what is will smith's value outside of america with movies that he does right. because then it's like well then we can gamble on projects or things like that 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 he's going to star in that you know that you know and we're not going to look at the, not going to look at the u.s market as part of the equation right you potentially could do that yeah i think but, that will happen you too. know um he produced the you know he produces his own projects as we all know mm-hmm. so there are people will partner with i think for me again it's just it's a question of of fundamental fairness and i believe 
Alec Baldwin, that will answer the question. We see what happens with that legal case with Ooh, him. That's a good point. That but, will be well, telling. Well, one no, way but, I, but, I, but that poor woman well, okay, lost look, her life. Look, she's dead. Day. Was a mistake. It's a mistake. Mind you, see that's awful. The thi- yeah. See that's the thing. The, but the, let's see. I still that one. personally don't blame Alex. On that one. No, but see that's that's the point. The point is that's not an impulse control yeah. issue. With that, that yeah, is there's a, no intent. Yeah, there's there's a genuine right. mistake, An like accident. You know, like whether he pulled the trigger, like just kind of joking around it, but right. but you know what? He didn't load the gun. He didn't right. do all the other safety stuff where it's like if everything safety was done right and he did what he was doing, there wouldn't be a problem. Yep. You know, he's just like the buck stops here because you actually pulled the trigger that ended someone's life and hurt someone else yep. and cost that movie all, you know, it'd be against suit. It's a huge thing. Yep. Whereas, you know, I mean, I think the thing about, you know, Will Smith's thing is anticip- anti- an- an- emancipation was already shot. Mm-hmm. When this thing happened, oh, did it? I thought he did it after. He yeah, did I it. Didn't, I didn't know. No, 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 because it was coming out. I believe in, it. Though. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was coming out. I mean, the, I mean, people were talking about, oh, that slave movie's now in trouble. Okay. You know, like, yeah. like, you know, um, because because you, you saw how the makeup was when yeah. he did that. Oh, he was yeah. like, he 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 didn't look like that when, yeah. he, when yeah. his he hair was longer. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, so but in the wake of that. I remember there was a project that we were talking with his company about. There's mm-hmm. a new company, West, again, Westbrook, Westbrook is what it's called. Okay. We were talking with them, and the producer who was who was like, oh, I think I think we need to pull away from them because she was like, I don't it, look. He's not even starring with the project. Right. I don't even want to be tr- like trying to pr- c- produce with him as a partner because you know it was like like. But look. That was like in May of last year. Like, who knows what it is now? And this is a different. Kind that of, was fresh. It's right fresh. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, look. I mean, Chris Rock. He hasn't. He hasn't accepted the apology yet, has he? Um, not to my knowledge. Yeah. So he hasn't responded. Uh, I don't know that he ever will. Yeah. Well, it could he change now. He, he probably won't. But see, because here's the thing. I saw, I saw someone say this the other night. Oh, in the Iger book, they're talking about like, you know, like George Lucas was like, I know what it's going to say on my obituary. <laughs> George Lucas, the creator of Star Wars, has passed. That's the first line of his obituary, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. It's, it, I mean, it is. It, 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 it doesn't matter what else he does in life. And, you know, so he really fucks up right. something. It's going to say that. Right. And Chris Rock's thing, his, his obituary that getting slapped is going to be in the first paragraph. Well, <laughs> not the first sentence, but it's going to be in the first paragraph. It'll be there. Hopefully, I, I hope that's not the case for either of them, but I, know, but I, know. I, I understand. But, but, he's, but it hasn't even been a year yet. The way in which it happened and the time in which it happened, like there's, just, there's no getting around that. You know, that's the, the age we're in with the, the clickbait and everything else. True. But, True. you know. Interesting to see. I just that, that was kind of on my mind. With, yeah, I watched that. Yeah, so, I haven't wow. seen it. I I want to see it. I I, don't, I saw four movies. Um, in the last two weeks, there were these these award caliber movies. Um, I saw Avatar. This is outstanding. Just is it fucking outstanding? Okay, let's talk about this. Great. I haven't seen the movie. I've only seen the trailer. So I might be mis speaking out of whatever. I recall in the I only seen the first one once or twice. So I don't say a long time. time. I don't even remember it. I recall, wasn't there a lot of black characters playing those roles? Yeah, it seemed like in this one they switched it. Um, I don't recall a lot 
I thought there was more. Zoe I'm talking Saldana. about on, on the Zoe side, right? Like that whole. It could be. I don't. Yes. But on this I, one, I don't recall yes. a lot because I, I saw something on LinkedIn and they were showing like a scene with all the actors. And it's like everybody was white, but they were doing the you know the the, the dots and everything, the, the face except for her and like uh, what's her name uh, the the played the mother. And I was like, where did all the black people go? Like, what the hell? <laughs> well, from what I remember in in watching the, um, I just because you know I watched the movie. When you watch the movie, it, the 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 credits come at the end, so you don't know who's in the film. Okay. So you're not just get, trying to guess who's playing who. I would <clears throat> say, and I looked at it later. There's you know stir this this family. Uh, they're, and they're, most of the kids are now kind of teenagers or something like that, or young adults, uh, like the from like Zoe Saldana's family or whatever it is, with mm-hmm. the guy Sam Worthington. I know that like, you know, um, there is like one of the actors who plays those boys is black. I think one is white. You know, mm-hmm. um, but because of how it takes place, it doesn't take place in the forest the way those other the, the original one was. Okay. It takes so place somewhere else. Now? There, yeah, like like because oh, it all burned down or something. It, well, there's a, there's a lot of stuff. I don't <clears> want, <throat> but 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 they go to like the island people, okay. the island version of those of, of the Navi. And they got this guy named Cliff Curtis, mm-hmm. who is a uh, he's Australian actor, but his he's like Fijian or Tongan. I mean, and you've seen him in everything because okay. he was in Training Day. Like he's he's playing one of the Mexican guys. Mm. Oh, I love that. Who dude. tries to kill? Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he, but but he's but he's Fijian or Tongan oh, or whatever it? it is. Or he's a he's a, he's a Pacific Islander in by I don't know what island. He's the one who had him in the tub. Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah, ever yeah. had your shit stuck up yeah, your ass? Yeah, and yeah. Like, yeah, that guy. That guy. I mean, and he, and, ass, he's great. But and, he, yes. and you think he could be Latino, but he's yeah. really he's really uh, like I said, Pacific Islander, and, he, and he's in it. And he plays like the king of the the, the, the okay. sea people, and then they got, <clears throat> and then he got. Um, That's why I said because I only saw. Yeah, the no, shot no, yeah, I know. And so, th- then they got. Um, I'm sure I'm incorrect. No, 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 no. It's, oh, inter- it's an interesting point. And then they got, uh, and then he got Kate Winslet to play her wife. You know, which is interesting because when you watch it, you like you can't. I mean, look, like you don't know who the hell anybody is because right. the way they do, which I think is great. Um, it's just uh, the story. The story is slightly different in terms of the reason why I see why he did the cast in a certain way. Okay. Because it's like he's he in the first one if I remember and there's parts in the second one where he's channeling the he's even said he's like, Look, you know, mm-hmm. like I did like research on like, you know, on, on, on like like more primitive uh, people on you know here on the earth and i got people from africa because i wanted that kind of ceremony and ritual and right. all this kind of stuff and that's that's what's infused in the first one in the second one because he's doing something a little different i it, i from it i'm not sure if it makes sense to do that you know i i don't I, it okay. felt it felt like he's casting who, who so it's still pretty uh, uh, diverse. diverse. I th- I think so. I I mean I didn't like scan through all the cast. I okay. just was like, oh wait a minute, someone's a, what, what is this? Yeah. So um, because I couldn't figure out who that queen was. I was like, who the fuck is this queen? I'm serious, you know. And I was like, oh fucking hurt. Um, but it's a great movie. Okay. And I think that when you watch it, you just like, you just go. This is a singular movie because no one could do this but him. You know, I think in the wake of Avatar, only that Spielberg and Peter Jackson version of Tintin was the only other film that I know that kind of used that virtual cinema technique that he used where he can see 
you know, it's like, like the camera is like I'm looking at you in the motion capture suit, Tracy, mm-hmm. but in my camera it's showing me what it looks like in real time, like mm-hmm. on set, like mm-hmm. with the backgrounds and everything. And I'm able, so when I move the camera around, I'm seeing that. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, um, which is kind of fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so on the monitor, you know what it's going to look like. Right. Um, it's not fully rendered out, obviously, but it right. is to a certain degree. When you see it in this one, they took it to another level mm. because someone because like well, the I didn't, technology didn't better but it's, it's not even it's not even that it's that because they're underwater a lot uh, you know and mm-hmm. i was like they did motion capture underwater <laughs> i couldn't I, I was my i was like that's not how and then someone told me oh yeah there was a story that kate winslet could like finally she hold her breath for seven yeah, minutes I heard that. Yeah. and i was like she only needs to hold her breath for seven minutes because they're actually shooting under they're doing mocap underwater they're really in it yeah because wow. there's scenes where the way they're moving and then they come up and they're out of the water and you're mm-hmm. seeing water and you're like and they're flowing and it's like that can't they had that shot that in a tank right. because there's no the way movement. yeah the mm-hmm. movement the water the this the little because like a person right. can't be doing this right you know right. and then they like die it's just like hold on yeah. hold on and then i told you know I, the year before i did the the you know the uh the scuba the scuba certification right. you know so ha- so after having been underwater like then seeing how like your body moves and mm-hmm. I, was, I was like these motherfuckers are actually underwater doing mocap yeah. <laughs> that is fucking <laughs> insane there's a documentary <clears throat> out a few years ago on Cameron's development of that technology that allowed right. him to shoot yeah. all of that it's insane and I thought nothing of it at the time but yeah because I was like. Mm. Three hours, eighteen minutes. Uh, doesn't feel like if it. you if, doesn't, if it Chris Derrick like recommends it. it that's, that's and we we just watched uh, Finding Fetterman. What's his name? Fetterman. That what it is. What do you mean Finding Fetterman? What's the, the 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 Spielberg? What's it called? Oh, the Fableman. The Fableman. The Sorry. Okay. Um, we just watched that, and it's a long movie, but I swear it was over. We were like, oh, it's over already. Like it just it goes real fast too. Loved it. I mean, it was great. It's a great it movie. Great. Yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah. That so so like that was the second one I was gonna mention. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it was so well done. You know, it's weird. Like I'm always curious what people think of that movie who don't know who aren't like Spielberg like aficionados right. who don't know his story because like mm-hmm. you know in his documentary that was out he didn't make it but the one about him a couple years ago on HBO it covers a lot of that his his life as yeah. a kid oh that's where I learned it from you I know? forgot where I learned yeah, all that shit you, about it so, so yeah, when, you yeah, watch, yeah, yeah. when you're watching Fablemans if you know his life uh, there's some of it that doesn't unfold as fr- new because like, oh yeah this is oh this is oh actually, not that it's not boring but it's like but you see how he's dramatizing these right. events and then the last act like like when he's in high school that was, was not stuff that I knew about you yeah. know and, yeah. and then when I heard him talking about it he was saying that shit happened that way yeah. all that shit happened that way and he said that when he the 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 blonde guy who was harassing him mm-hmm. he said that when he did duel the movie duel right. that guy called him the next day hmm. and he got like, called his office and he and he was like someone so on the phone and he was like why is this guy calling me <laughs> all those years later oh, it, it wasn't that many years later it was like he was like 22 something like that okay, he was right. like uh, okay and he was like hey like are you the Steven Spielberg who directed the movie last night? Because in school we called you Stevie. He right. was like, yeah, that's that's me. That's me. And he was yeah, like, yeah. he was like, great movie, man. And he like 
was he totally forgotten how he behaved toward him, you know? But the, but but one of the things I like about the movie, it's I know you haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. It's such an underdog story. Mm-hmm. You know, I love that shit, mm-hmm. especially when the 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 weak person oh yeah overpowers somebody yeah. in some clever way. Yeah yeah yeah, I love that yeah. shit. And so that here's what I liked. Was Seth Rogen say anything? Seth Rogen, yeah. Completely different character you've never seen him play before. Mm. Yeah. So good. That just that moment mm-hmm. out where he yeah. gives him yeah, the yeah, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Was worth it. Yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah, for him. Dude has yeah. levels. Yeah, this, that you never see. And it's kind of sad because it's like, dude, you like waste your time doing dumb comedies anyway. when you actually can't act, you know? Yeah. Oh, although the, he did that one movie where he acted where I but I turned my opinion on him thinking, oh, he can act. Oh, I remember um, you saying that. Yeah. He did a movie with Joseph Gordon Lovett when he had like a cancer problem or something like that. Mm-hmm. can't remember what it was called now. Um, but he's great in it. Fucking Michelle Williams oh, kills it. She's Fucking my favorite new it. actress right now. Gonna I kill it. I love her. I don't, it's gonna be weird. It's gonna I, be hard to beat her. Here's the thing. I know right now people are going to say <clears throat> That Angela Bassett deserves a Best Actress nominee, uh, the win for Black Panther, but she's not in the movie enough to 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 yeah, you know. Yeah, a little supporting to me. It's yeah. So, it, so they I say would go supporting. Yeah, they say that. it was two hander. This is what Ryan told me, but I, I mean, she's not. I agree. I don't think she's in the movie enough for me. Because for and, Best Actress, for be, I agree. And, and, also. and then here's the thing: if you put that, you put her up against Michelle Williams, she's gonna lose, and people are gonna be upset. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> it is so, what it is. You know, right. sorry, Michelle killed, killed it. that role. That scene in the closet, <laughs> dude. Just like the, the, her face goes through all. You just like, oh my god. So that so that's an awesome film that I recommend. We love Angela. Yeah. Let's be yeah. clear. Let's be clear. <laughs> you know, uh, so see that. Yes. Um, all quiet on the Western Front. Oh, what's that one? The, it's on Netflix. It's the German film. It's, okay. it's the World War One. It's the World War One. Oh, it's, it's, it sounds like yeah, an old yeah, movie. Yeah, it's it's a, they read the book in high school. Yeah, okay. it's, it's a, it's a, it's not necessarily an adaptation. It's, uh, it's like it's it's an interpretation of that book, okay. right? Um, just because of what happens in it is not necessarily what because I've seen the <clears> other <throat> versions of that movie that story. Um, it's so fucking good. Wow. It's so fucking good. And it's like master class filmmaking in terms of like um like how to set a mood, mm-hmm. how to control the pace, mm-hmm. how to get you to like like people that you've got no affinity with because you don't have the the yeah. actors you don't know like it's, it's 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 easy for me to make you like michelle williams because you've right. seen her a lot yeah. but if you've never seen someone and you gotta like follow follow fall in love with them follow them that that takes it's a little harder to do okay. um and he does a the guy does a great job in that battle sequences off the chain mm. off the fucking chain mm-hmm. and you know i i tell people this all the time i never forget Watching or listening to the DVD commentary mm-hmm. on Ocean's Eleven, right. where and and early on in the piece when Clooney's he's got out of jail and he goes to like Atlantic City to say I got a job and he's like playing craps or something like that and they shoot like a little insert of him rolling the dice and they're bouncing off the wall on the right. crap table and Soderbergh says on the thing this shot took so long to get really because and and he was like he was like to get inserts right. They take, they, it's so hard. Yeah. 
And then he was saying, I don't know how fucking David Fincher is because it's in a lot of his, in so many of his movies, mm. these perfect insert shots. Right. And then I watched Glass Onion before I watched Glass Onion. Yeah, we Park, watched that too. Which I didn't like at all. Yeah, it took me three days to watch that. It, it's t- don't watch that movie. Um, <laughs> but then I watched Aquaman in the Western Front. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there's a moment early on. This, this is, it won't ruin anything, but it's a really, really early moment where the, the, the kids, they volunteer to be in the, the army. They mm-hmm. go and they're at the little, uh, you know, the, uh, they pass their physical and they're giving them um, their uniforms, you know. Mm-hmm. Here's uniform. Everyone's like, oh, cool, cool, cool. And the main guy he takes his uniform and he's walking off. He's looking at it. He stops. Because, mm-hmm. you know, because before it's a battle sequence. You see what happens you see what happens with the uniforms. Everyone, they're recycling the uniforms, you know. People oh, get yeah, shot. Yeah. You know, and so the guy... He comes back and goes, "Hey, is this someone's uniform? It's got someone else's name on it, you know, like like so, like sewn in, wow. you know, like sewn in the, the thing." Yeah. And he just put, and the guy goes, "Oh, that's a mistake." He just rips it out, and the guy goes, wow. "Okay, cool." And then the guy, and then the the officer's hand on uniforms, he just drops it like dismissively on on the over his shoulder, you know. Wow. But then it cuts to a floor shot. Huh. You see, like a dozen. You see a dozen of these name tags wow. ripped out. It's just like this perfect. Fucking Damn. insert! You're like, oh yeah, now you know they've just this is wow, and you see ants. It, it's just <laughs> yeah, they're just getting killed. But it's little things like that over and over that you're like, he knows how to do this because mm-hmm. he like here's a classic example of someone who's fucking up an insert, right? <laughs> um, you see it all the time too. It's like. I gotta read something off of a uh, phone or read something off of a piece of paper, and it's not close yes. enough for me to read it. Right. You know, it's like a lot of times I got, I'm like, what does that say? Or I'll go back. You gotta and have pause this, or I got to pause it and go back. It has like and an ECU. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> get that so you can read it. Because yeah. you, do you, do you think that's because they anticipate it's going to be on a bigger screen or should it, it should work for both? It shouldn't. Here's the thing. I, it, the thing that I say is I watch people's work now and I say, he doesn't watch old movies, or she doesn't mm. watch old movies. Okay. I can tell when you watch when you watch movies that are like like pre eighty, right? Mm. Because in the older movies, the insert shots of shit that you read yeah. were these really big things that was it was very clear. It was like almost a stock shot. Yeah, like, it was almost oh, like a like <clears throat> it was very clear about how much you can read and let the audience read what it is. Because yeah. they they pause on it the, for a yeah. minute too. Don't hey, they? do you read yeah. it all? Like, what's the slowest right. person in the audience? How fast are they going to read right. this? And it's like that's a smart insert shot, mm-hmm. you know. Then because how many times on the phone, like it's four or five different little text bubbles, <laughs> and you're like, okay, wh- wh- what do I? And then right. and then it's oh shit, they're responding. It's like you didn't do that right, yeah. you know. That's why I like how they do it now on a lot of the TV shows and probably some movies where they just pop it up and you see it on the screen yeah. and they make it part of the character of the story. Yeah. Where the you know, especially when they use a phone a lot. You know where they're they're doing. Sometimes it's too much for me, but I do like it sometimes. But I like that too. But I think that's because they have we shot the inserts and like we didn't get the right ones. How else can oh, we fucking like do this and make it work? Yeah, because they're shooting. Because they're going to shoot that shot of the actor responding to what's reading. Hey, yeah. Let's get the whole. You know. Yeah. You know. They're not. They're you don't get, have to worry about the inserts with the text bubble. <clears> yeah. Right, just boom. You know, and it covers everything. Whereas, yeah. the, uh, whereas, the, hey, I oh, or like you're saying, Tracy, on your type of thing with a tighter budget. Mm. I don't want to spend thirty minutes getting an insert shot. Yeah, you don't you know, have time. I don't have time. Let's just yeah. hey, hey, let's just roll the bubbles on the screen. It's, it, it'll be easier. Okay. Just in terms of save time. But yeah. that's an example of people not doing the inserts right. Yeah. Um, and then um, what did I see? Uh, I saw Babylon. 
yeah, we tried to. Which, I didn't realize it didn't start till which, next week. But. Which I can't, I can't recommend it. Oh no. Uh oh. Um. Boy, it looks like it's so good too. And 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 here's why. Mm-hmm. We're wrapping. Yeah. Um. You can tell. It's like a four and a half hour movie. It's what? It's not. You, you know, it's it's three hours and like twelve minutes. Oh, it was. But you can tell it was four and a half. Exactly. And they had to cut it down. Mm-hmm. You can just tell. It's like there's there's so much there's so many like story threads that begin, or or don't end, or just they just going, and you're like, wow. where did this come from? And then it doesn't go anywhere. Uh. And I'm just like, I mean, there's a story there that <clears throat> kind of plays. It's a big swing. It's a it's a great attempt at what he at what he wanted to do, but I know I was like I watched this I walked I said oh he had a, he had a six hour rough cut <laughs> I knew, I could tell yeah. that yeah you know just everything just it's like because yeah. you I mean this is what you spend the money on and these mm-hmm. you just tell and it's just like I mean it's a, it's a it's the, I, I you know I, I would I, say do you like did you see or enjoy La La Land like you feel like Damien Giselle, like that's sort of his lane. That's kind of is that who did Gats- Babylon? Great Gatsby esque, high times, or did he just <clears throat> not have? Was the film not cut the way it should have been? That's what it sounds like. Well, like he did that movie be- before that no one I think saw called The First Man. The thing with mm-hmm. Ryan Gosling about the the first man in, the, in space, the first American in space, mm. um, which I thought was really good. Yeah, that's mm. a, uh, mm. This movie feels like, don't you know? I got, don't you know? I'm the youngest person ever to get an Oscar as best cool. director. Don't tell me what. Yeah, I'm, I, yeah. this movie needs. Here's to be. the money. Do whatever you want. You know. Yeah, the, yeah. and then yeah. we're watching it. It's six hours, yeah. dude. Can't do don't that. tell me. Look, I find that very annoying. We Ooh. can't put this out at more yeah. than three, or not gonna make any money. Yeah. Yeah. The, it, I'm, I'm sure they came to the, that conversation. If you don't get down to three hours, we can't release it. Yeah. Yeah. It'll sound go- like it's a mini series uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it always makes me think yeah. of Chris I, why am I looking at these long masturbatory shots mm-hmm. of the see, beach the, the but sunset. see there's nothing like that in the movie there's no there's like there's no standout shots there's right. no moments that you just go oh my fucking god there's like there's really great moments throughout mm-hmm. but it's like oh like you just that, didn't want to cut anything like that cool shot that yeah. blah, 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 you can tell it all had to go because Right. So if they all had to go and it was still excessive, you think? I'm not saying it's excessive. Like like you watch it and it it goes by sort of quickly, Mm -hmm. you know. But the end of it, you're like, oh, this needed more. So you don't feel satisfied in the end. Yeah, because it's not. There's not. I mean, there's a couple things in there that really kind of. Okay, there's a scene, the actor in the movie, you guys seen the trailer, a black guy named Javon Adepo, okay? Great actor. There's a moment, his story is particularly the coolest story, and it gets the least amount of the three actors, right? No, really? So, which is like (laughs) the shocking thing. But I don't know if you guys will see it. It's just the thing in there, the movie where they... You know he's a he's a jazz player that starts being like a Cab Calloway thing where they start making movies around him. Right. You know, and the thing is, there's a moment where they say to him, "We need you to put on blackface because you look lighter than your bandmates, 
and this is not going to play well in the South. Wow. Now I'm now I'm like, and it's and it's the key moment for that character to make a decision: Do I sell mm-hmm. my soul or do I not, or I keep my dignity? Right. right. Now I'm saying to myself, because um, Hansford is, I think, in it as as one of people on his band, yeah. and 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 Does he, he have a couple of lines? Uh, I don't think I can't. Remember, he might. I can't remember because I didn't realize until later on. Yeah, it probably but, made the floor. Yeah, Ooh, but the thing is. is, Hansford is much lighter than this guy. I believe. It. So I'm watching the movie and I'm like, why did you cast this guy if you know that's the the, the yeah. moment that you're gonna push? Yeah, okay. right. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I mean, it's like there's other. I mean, look, if it was me, yeah. it makes sense. Oh, sure. oh, oh you sure. put you put him, yeah. put like me, Cab Calloway, yeah. Right. Dude. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. so we really like the actor. Everybody. Yeah, we got a real. But that's but see, yeah. that's where it's like story issues. That's what I'm saying. It sounds like these these are more story issues than anything that's going on visually. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So I feel. I I just was like in my mind. I'm, I'm like. Do you, Chazelle, think all black people are, 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 are can you not tell that? Here's an interesting thing. I, I, I just don't know. I, I don't know. Here's an interesting thing. You brought up something that made me, reminded me of something. So, Tracy, you probably remember this. <clears throat> like, I've, I've taught, I remember this, I've taught a couple classes at OBS, Organization of Black Screenwriters, about theme, right? And what i found is, and tone, Right. So I always talk about how you ever go to the movies or see a TV show and you come out going, I don't know what you feel like, eh, what was that about? What was that? Yeah. They didn't stick to the theme of the tone, right, of the show. Like something shifted somewhere where it didn't make sense to you, right? right? No, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. clear about it from the beginning. Correct. Yeah. And, and so usually what I found, speaking, sticking with even DMA's way of writing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she's always about the movie, the TV show is about one thing. It's about fatherhood. It's about whatever. And everything throughout the whole story does that. As soon as you change that, you start going, what is this about again? I forgot what what, what happened. And you end the movie feeling not satisfied. That's why I was like, oh, what happened with the tone of the theme? Like something went wrong somewhere. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Because it's one of those things where it's like, okay, it, the movie is called Babylon. Or you get a scene early on where you wonder. It's <clears> like there's two, uh, Mar- Margot Robbie and this Latin guy. They have dreams. They're like, I just want to be on a set. I just want to be in front of the camera. I, I just want to be in the game of Hollywood, you right. know? So it was, so then you say, okay, so it's sort of an Icarus story, right? Mm-hmm. Where I fly close, too close to the sun, I get burned and die. It's, that's kind of the thing. So it happens with a lot of the black characters, similar things happen. That that doesn't happen with the Brad Pitt character. Mm-hmm. And Does he change or does he stay the same? He changes. He doesn't really change, mm-hmm. but his character's already a major star, mm-hmm. already deep into thing, yeah. and then he's he's at a reversal of fortune, but it's not through his own antics or anything. It's just so it's kind of like this. That's why I'm like the black guy. His character's more interesting because he, because he's like cause he's like Margot Robbie and the and the Latin guy. I mean yeah. the Latin guy in terms of like. <laughs> They're outsiders trying to reach for the brass ring, right. and so I feel like, well, he can't, he can't cut out Brad Pitt. Exactly. You know, he can't cut that role. <laughs> he can't cut that down because, right. for a lot of reasons. But um, I mean, you know, it's it's. I, I mean, see it. It's just it's. I I go look cautionary tale. You know, I, I think cautionary tales are interesting to watch. I think when people get opportunities to do things that are. 
complicated as hell to do. It's a lot of moving parts. Period piece. Uh, it's always interesting to see people like try to recreate Los Angeles. You know, pre nineteen twenty five. All right, I want to. Let me just shift to another show that hasn't come out yet. I believe it's about to come out in the next few weeks. It's The Last of Us, right? Oh, yeah. So this is just shit I'm hearing on Twitter, by the way. So I just want to get you guys' opinions. Sure. Because I'm not familiar with the the, 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 the the book or the game, whatever it was. Video game, yeah. And um, the <laughs> somebody posted, oh, great, another show about, you know, us saving the white girl. And yeah. I was like... Oh shit! And then I saw the poster, and I see the white girl and the black guy in the back, and you know, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, "Oh wow!" So what is the story about? Maybe I need to look at. It. I don't know. So the, the the story is the video game is. Um, I've only seen pieces of it. I I, I want to get it and play it before. You familiar with out. the trace? Not really. Okay. So Not it's really. sort of like um, zombies or post apocalyptic thing and there's zombies okay. and then it's like you know a guy has to rescue a guy has to take his daughter some, to some place mm-hmm. you know that's the story it's like you're it's not like he's saving the white girl it's like it's his daughter and he's traveling with her somewhere mm-hmm. you know and they um so i mean sure, sure sure it has that feeling of maybe and obviously if pedro pascal is playing the father mm-hmm. i don't think that it's it's set up as like he's Latin in the in the game, right. you know. Right. Um, so now you get this thing where you're like you're gonna play this race thing for some reason. Right. And um, I I understand the <laughs> the criticism that's in the spirit of the snarky tweet. Like people have their own microphones and megaphones now, of course. And, you <laughs> know, they they talk real greasy mm-hmm. on that keyboard. I've always, you know, when you're at home or you're texting on the phone, oh, yeah. they, so it gives you a lot of power. Do. But yes. I, w- I would say, and again, for us as artists and writers, directors, filmmakers, we're in this <clears> business, <throat> we're a little bit more sensitive to our projects being knocked before they're even yeah. given the light of day. So I get that. I would, I would caution people from sitting where we're sitting it's like you know see it for if you have that much to say maybe see it first and then reach your conclusions based on what you've seen mm-hmm. to chris's point because it may not even be about this you know saving the innocent white girl or whatever right. you know they cast it with who they cast it with for their reason. Yeah, so, sometimes they do do commercials in a right. in a way. The trailers, whatever. right? No, but but but, yeah, but it's basically the, it's basically he he has to he has to save his daughter by 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 bring her to some to like bring her to some place that she's not going to get killed by the zombies. Right, mm. right. But today you have so many choices of how to spend your downtime. If it's a if it's another show, if it's a game, if it's a film, there's all these other. So there's nothing out there that says if you don't want to see a little white girl getting saved, there's nothing that's forcing you <laughs> to consume that. <laughs> so what are you tweeting about other than you know well, here, to be snarky? Like yeah, okay, yeah, you well, got yeah, your but, opinion. Yeah, okay, because but that hurts. That could, it potentially. 
puts artists in a bad place. We all right. want to stand and fall on our own work. And uh, a lot of times social media makes it hard for the work right. to live and breathe and stand on its own. So it's like I get where they're coming from, but you also don't have to watch. Well, but see, it, you know. but, 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 but here's the thing, though, right? The thing that I see about that is this, is that one – it's a video game, so there's a huge market, and it was one of the best-selling video games for a long time. Correct. So it's got a and an an Ellen Page or I forget her name now that she's transitioned, but uh, uh, maybe it's Eli Page, Elliot, or, or, Elliot Page. Yeah, you know when she was, you know, like when he was still. Um, her, mm-hmm. she did the voice. I think she even did the mocap for all of that, or it is. Mm-hmm. So it's so to me, it's like okay. Here's the now. Here's the problem, right? Is that uh, Craig Mazin because he wrote every episode of Chernobyl himself. Mm-hmm. I believe he wrote every episode. I think it was one more person with him on this one. Yeah. From what I heard, uh, I, think, I thought I heard him mention that. On, I think there might have been someone else, but it's just if it is, it's, it's only one two, or two. And others. I think it's someone who's who's just. I'm not sure if he's even writing. Maybe he's in the writer's room with him because it's so much. Right. I, you know, here's the backlash, right? Or the flip side of what happens. Say he puts in a Latin girl. Say he puts in a, a black girl. But he doesn't have a, a, you know, like someone black on staff. Yeah. You didn't get this right. You didn't do that. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, it's coming. Can't please everybody. You, you can't win. Yeah. You can't win. That's so, uh, you know. So, before we wrap up, so something happened to me a couple of weeks ago. So, as you guys know, I also do the Writers Guild podcast. <laughs> so, I interviewed um, the writers. There's a white woman and a black British guy who wrote that movie Breaking with um, John Boyega. Okay, right? yeah. <clears throat> and so in this, and it's about him, the, the bank robbery type of thing. I don't mm. know if you saw the thing. Great. It's actually a really, really good, of course, John fucking kills the world. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, um, what's it, Michael, Michael K. Williamson? I think he's his last movie. Mm. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So we posted it. You know, everybody's like, oh, great. Got to go see the movie, whatever. The week ago, like right around Christmas, I start getting all these emails, I mean, not all these um, tweets from two people in particular, two black folks who mm-hmm. were going in about how come these two, you know, what do they know about this same shit you guys are all talking about? What does a British guy and a white girl mm-hmm. know about this bank robbery right. in Atlanta and blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And then another person chimed in, chimed in. And I was looking at this thing going, should I delete this? Should I just let it? And I just went, everybody says just ignore it. Mm-hmm. So I did. I didn't chime in. I didn't right. say anything. Yeah, but they were going. Look, 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 you have to ignore because two things that you have to consider, right? It was on my page, though. That's not, what it, no, but here's the it. thing is that <clears throat> the people who get upset that somebody is writing a story that is not narrowly defined by their um, ethnicity, gender, right. you know, sexual orientation. You now say that um, there's something, there's a problem with how you want people to do art. Mm. If you have a problem with that, because 
uh, I know there was some discussion about this. I was reading about because of um, you know the, the sight and soundness in that right. film. Uh, Sean Dealman got the, the top film, and it was like people are like, we just have to get rid of the straight white males <laughs> as the top of these things, and we can't we can't listen to their 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 thought on on what film can it is. Right. The thing that I look at it is is, is like nobody who I'm not gonna say nobody, but um, when you get into wanting to tell stories, your main kind of drive is your selflessness to talk and feel empathetic about other people. Right. Because I can just write about me, like only, mm-hmm. and about my experiences and and the stuff that and the stuff that consumes my thought. And the the way and most people, almost everybody, is super selfish. Right. It's just it's, it's how we're wired. Like so you, true. Like you always think, oh, motherfuckers worried about right. me the way yeah. I'm dressed. Motherfuckers don't give a shit. They got their own shit to worry about. Like I can't pay the rent. My girls cheating on me. Like 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 all this is going on in their head. They don't care enough about you. Mm-hmm. But storytellers are able to say, I need to get put out. I I I must get into the shoes of other people. I recognize these issues about other people. I mean, this, the thing the thing about saying so-and-so has got no right to do this, it's almost akin to saying, you know, if I'm a journalist or a documentary filmmaker, mm-hmm. I can't go out and fucking shoot something and do the research on some other topic that I find fascinating. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. this means something to me. Like, you, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's like, it's that narrow-minded in how you think what storytelling is about you know and and the thing is it it has been the the perhaps the privilege of white men to have been able to tell whatever story that they want to tell you know in you know in cinema for the last 100 some years but in novels too the thing is is that <clears throat> If you're going to have this conversation about diversity and equity and inclusion, then the real root of that is anybody should be able to tell whatever story they find interesting if they tell it truthfully. Sure. But you see, mm. it's it's always, and like I said, I was saying earlier about um, Avatar, having not seen it, I got bumped by that little yeah. behind the scenes thing I right. saw and I was like, do but that's why I asked you guys who have seen it. Did I miss something? Yeah. Well, you know, you said this last thing. I apologize. No, no problem. Is is I'm with you on this 100. percent I I agree. My thing is this. I don't care if you're white, cis, whatever the hell you are. Nuance. If you can get that nuance, then you got the shit right. 99 percent of the people who who talk shit. Are people who have not seen the project before they say it? Yeah, ninety exactly. nine. These two people hadn't exactly. even seen, seen the movie. movie. Exactly. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. See the movie and then complain to me. Because no one has. Not, yes. not, not not if you're saying to me that that the overall your grievance is, I'm tired of Hollywood mm. putting money behind stories where there is a white girl at the focus point okay mm-hmm. I okay sh- sure We're, but like what are you doing about it number right. one and number two it goes back to Tracy's point it's not the only thing on television <laughs> exactly it's true it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's 
I mean, shit. You can go watch that. There's what's the one that thing? Um, uh, I get the title wrong. It's like uh, David makes man or something like that. Yeah. You can go watch that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's that. Oh, there's the one that the other story. The one that um, uh, that Michael B. Jordan did that with the black superhero kid. You um, know, uh, uh, Damien, not Damien. Yeah, uh, some, uh, some, yeah, something like that. I can't remember what it is, but yeah. there's if if look. They raising cane. Yeah, raising cane. Maybe there's something like that. Uh, Canaan, raising. Is it is raising Canaan or is it raising? Da- yeah, something like that. But here's the, the point of that is there is the the content is the 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 thing that streaming gave us, which is probably going away now. But what it gave us was it got us away from broadcasting mm-hmm. and it got us into narrowcasting where we could there's a show for the gay black lesbian uh, I kid there's a show for her it's mm-hmm. on somewhere you just mm-hmm. got to look for it there's a yeah. show for every kind of you know to a high degree like we can like we, we can granulize it down to maybe like 25 different categories of what it is right. so go watch something don't complain about something hey, yeah you support the projects that speak to you and you know that's kind of what you do about it to to your question i think the issue with engaging with people on twitter and social media is your and my like your time is too valuable like for me and like i'm not i've never been like a a last word person like i'm not big on arguing Mm -hmm. i don't need to have the last word Mm -hmm. And maybe I mean, that like, just comes. I'm a like, grown ass man. Like, dog, you get older. Right? It's like I'm gonna tell you a couple of times uh, if I really care. Maybe a couple of times if you're not hearing me, I'm kind of going about my business. Right. And so, a more nuanced, as you say, thoughtful critique, and then a conversation around that. That's not what these people are doing. Like they take shots because it's easy, mm-hmm. as you said. They often <laughs> haven't even seen the product. Right. Like there is nothing easier in the world to do than to voice your opinion about look at what somebody else is doing or done and give your opinion correct like there is nothing it's your own jealousy number one right like that that feeds the most right that is usually some shortcoming in your life or that you haven't been able to achieve it's like because you said like it's on your page Mm mm-hmm why they now they maybe they're not even paying attention to whose page it's on, but other than making them feel better about expressing that view and hoping other people kind of validate it and like it and whatever, right. what, like okay, you you've made your point to a large audience of people you don't know <laughs> who who share your opinion right. as opposed to. As Chris was saying, well, you know, I'm tired of these kind of films. We need more support for films like X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Even that will be a little bit more constructive than sort of taking shots at these these projects as if somebody is, you know, forcing them down your throat. It's like it's yeah. it's a different day. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. It's, a good point. it's a very good point. I mean it's 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 <clears throat> I don't know. I've said what I want to say. I feel that's that. Well, thank y'all, man. Appreciate you guys. Always 2023 in the building. It's January, baby. You know, we are still talking about this impending strike, you know, coming up. And, um, you know, it is. We'll we'll do an episode about that down the line. 
As we get closer and we learn more information. I'm afraid. <laughs> we'll see. Um, I did hear from from a source, a, mm-hmm. a very high source. I was talking to him about, um, you know, these opportunities coming up now. And it's like, you know, I was like, I want something in case there was a strike. And, and then, but I, and he was like, don't think there's going to be a strike. You know, I haven't heard that it's definitive. And he's, this is how it's, High level dude in the guild. Here's the deal, though. So it, it could happen. Here's the here's what I found, and we'll talk about this later. People who are usually high level aren't. It's not on their radar. It's not going to kill them to be on strike for three months. <laughs> That's true. So of course That's they're true. like, well, it could come or it could go. All of us are like, God damn it, is this thing going to happen? What are we going to do? How are we going to make this shit work? Right. You know what I'm saying? That's why the tension's a lot more different for. Well, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you at all. I'm just saying from what he was saying is that like in terms of like he, like he was look, he was like there hasn't even been the negotiating committee right. hasn't presented ideas, so 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 you can't start making a decision on something that you think is going to happen when 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 you don't know what it's going to be. And I was like, well, that's a good point. It's 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 a good. I mean, he's not saying it's not going to happen. Right. But he's saying like you, but you can't assume it's going to happen. But 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 it's also know. we are we are we're asking for things this time. It's going to cause for a lot of pushback on the studio mm-hmm. side, so it's going to force us to have to yeah. step no, back no. if we have to. I mean, and to me, to me, I think I, 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 people might not remember the last strike was like six months. Yep, it's longer, you know, and and, and this one could be longer. Uh, yeah. they, We're due. They may yeah. do the, the ask for the strike authorization, but right. what I would say to Chris's point is like you always want to. I was taught you want to proceed from a positive place. Yeah, particularly if things are in fact going well, and so. But that doesn't mean don't prepare. Of course, you do prepare, and you're ready to shift and pivot if you need to. But you proceed as if things are going to go the way you would like, and you have a contingency plan in place. But Mm -hmm. as he was saying, like you don't make that assumption. Like it's January, um, the contract I believe expires in May, end of May. So a lot of things could happen between now and then, and we don't know. Well, we also got to wait for the DGA to do their thing first. That usually helps us up a little bit, too. Way early. Anyway, but just be on your P's and Q's. Yes. Yes. Get your shit together, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Where are you at, Tracy Grant? Uh, On Twitter, at TheRealTray, T-H-E-R-E-E-L-T-R-A-Y. I know I talked a bunch of shit about, you know, some Twitter haters, but, you know, I don't. (laughs) Step away or run from anybody. <laughs> um, Instagram Tracy Grant five four three nine. I'm I'm easy to find. Um, shout out to all of y'all, everybody who's listening. Um, have been back in a while, so coming up for air be be a lot more kind of hanging out and talking and yes, uh, making plans. So awesome. I'm here. And uh, where you at, Chris? There I am at unauthorized CBD, like the oil. On uh, Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> and I'm your host, Hilliard Guest. You guys can find me on Twitter, Instagram, everything at Hilliard Guest. Um, also, please follow the show, Screenwriters RR, on Twitter. <clears throat> Sorry, actually, it's not even on Twitter anymore. I forgot. Um, it's been a minute since <laughs> wow. Anyway, wow. Uh, Screenwriters Rant Room at gmail.com. If you guys have any questions, um, uh, if you want to send us anything there, that's great. Also, um, please go on iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, wherever you guys listen to. We're all over the world. You guys can, um, um, let me see, give us a five-star review. We need that for the metrics. 
And uh, what else we got, Chris? Uh, you can support the show on our Patreon, and you can find the link to that on our website, which is screenwritersrr.com. There's a link on the that's on the main page. Please support the show. You can get a dollar, two dollars, five dollars, ten dollars. I think there might even be a way to uh, self-determine on what you want to help us with, which would be great. So please let us. Uh, so please support the show as soon as you hear this. Just drop five dollars, ten dollars a dollar, whatever it is. Million, be, whatever I, I be, guess, happy, you know. be happy to support us. <laughs> indeed, indeed. So uh, a lot of good stuff happening, to you guys, for the guys this year. Um, again, we're looking for when you guys drop. Have they told you for summer? Nice? Summertime. Summertime. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll be back. Um, anyway, lots of good shit happening. Everybody joining me. Y'all know how we do it on the rant room on the show. We keep it real. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what everybody. Twenty twenty three. Peace, y'all. Everyone got one, what's your opinion? This is the rap room, tongues won't be bitten Ain't no rules, just spill it And anybody can get it, no limit We get to kill it, you tuning into the thrillers And no, ain't no stopping Any topic, even the random random. I hope that you ready, we entering in the zone soon We on a grown shit, welcome to the rap room Uh, That's it, that's all I got to say